welcome home. This is Audio EXP for the 11th of September 2021. And the title of this episode is Bundles, Platforms and RPGs. Sanguine Productions is in the spotlight this month, as voted for by patrons. And Sanguine publishes Urban Jungle, that's an anthropomorphic noir RPG. I often start these podcasts with some stats. This week, there's only a light version of that, as I didn't get around to putting any poll results together. However, I did get around to putting some Geek Native designs onto baseball caps. And I can tell you that the off-duty Game Master has been the most popular design so far. No sales yet. Geek Native is too indie to have a successful store, but people who view the goods seem to like the GM cap. Or perhaps it's because I put it first on my list of hat designs. In general, the snaps from the Mind Flayer design is the overall most popular one in the store. It's even sold some merch. It's a harder design to imagine if you've not seen it, but conjure up the image of a cute Mind Flayer taking a selfie. Now, you can even get that now as a large desk-sized mouse mat. Uh, it's it's bald. I am a Red Bubble fan. And that's the, the platform that powers the store. If you are an RPG publisher and have bought the commercial rights for art you've commissioned, I think you should look at using it for your merch. Make sure the artist is happy with the plan. It won't cost you anything. So while I'm not an expert at monetizing RPG content or even running a business, I figure this is a no-brainer. As an example of a publisher making clever use of a platform and designs in the RPG and tabletop news this week, there's Britannia Games. They've launched a chivalry and sorcery STL line. These are files, made once and which can now be sold forever, letting people print out official minis for their chivalry and sorcery games using 3D printers at home. The license is for personal use only, and Britannia are using drive-through RPG for this. I'm sure it's not cheap getting 2D art turned into 3D designs. However, if you've already done it, in this case for a Kickstarter, then why not make the designs available commercially and with a license you are happy with? I think the CNS minis look pretty good, and one day I will get a 3D printer. A company that does minis and clearly doesn't need any help monetizing RPG content is Dragori Games. Their current Kickstarter, Tenere's, is a 5e setting and it's currently sitting at over £1 million. That's nearly $1.5 million. RPG celebs like Ed Greenwood, who created The Forgotten Realms, Amy Vorpal and Skip Williams are involved in the project. Two things strike me about it though, and not just the great minis and the use of 5e to bring more IP to life. Firstly, the Kickstarter looks and feels like a pitch for a board game. That's clearly related to minis, but not entirely joined at the hip. One of the key contributors is Bruce Nesmith, who has TSR1 experience back in the day, but even more with Basidia games on computer games, solo computer games. Secondly, Tenere's is pitched as a battle and has solo rules built in. I think this is an important reflection of the ongoing changing landscape. It's not that RPGs are losing their social element, although perhaps some of us are. 
is that they are adapting and broadening to the hopes and demands from people interested in them. Another success to call out, a thoroughly indie one, is Stella Game Publishing. They've released Cepheus Deluxe this week, and it's already an Electrum bestseller on DriveThruRPG. That's an OSR sci-fi system compatible with the core Cepheus Engine SRD, and there's a growing community around it, and anecdotally, I've not seen any of the status quo warrior hostility I sometimes fear from Team OSR from it, and this is a good thing. Cepheus is only a couple of bucks, therefore worth checking out. A game that's not yet ready for retail, but which you can find an exclusive preview of on Geek Native, is Legends of the Metaverse. That's a 5e superheroes game with some amazing art. The blog doesn't just have a gallery of some of those illustrations, but also a generous preview of the rules from the publisher Good Brothers Studios. Legends of the Metaverse is due out on Kickstarter on the 14th. Another 5e title worth knowing about on Kickstarter is The Curse of Bloodstone Isle. It looks good. More great art, and the headline reason to be interested is that Mark Reinhagen, the Vampire the Masquerade creator, is the man behind the project. And yes, the setting merges D&D's high fantasy with pirates and vampires. I think the reason One Step Back is more interesting. It's a new company making the game, Lost Lorne. And Lost Lorne is also the name of the setting that Bloodstone Isle is part of. I think if Bloodstone is successful enough, we will see more Lost Lorne content. And we're already told that in Lost Lorne games, you play the monster. So yes, this could be the start of something else interesting for D&D. And perhaps darker, perhaps even more adult. And there's more. Another high-profile creative name, Hickman is doing new content for 5e2. Sky Raiders of Abarax is the first adventure world from Tracy and Laura Hickman since Dragonlance. That's coming to Kickstarter, but we don't have dates yet. I don't think it's entirely a coincidence that Tenere's is set around gladiator squads, Bloodstone Isle around pirate queues, and Abarax around ships of Sky Raiders. Each time we're bringing a social structure to a 5e setting. D&D and the Forgotten Realms are light in those, so these settings introduce them to weave stories around. But that's a lot of Kickstarter, isn't it? I know that's not new, and it's worth acknowledging that while I was promoting the likes of DriveThruRPG for STL files and Redbubble as sensible platforms, Kickstarter is also a dominant platform. So, here comes SideQuest. Set up by the Zine Creators Workshop, SideQuest is designed to complement and be in addition to Kickstarter's ZineQuest. In November, use the SideQuest hashtag and any crowdfunding platform of your choice for your RPG Zine and the community will try and help promote it. Hopefully this will reduce the bottleneck that ZineQuest has become without diminishing the success of the Zine boom. We're back to Kickstarter, but stick with me, because if you're looking for a system for your zine, you might want to check out Burst. The project has been funded, despite it being a pay-what-you-want for the core rules. It's a very light, barely illustrated, zine-style, genre-agnostic system. Most interesting, at least in the context of this conversation, is that you can resell Burst 
or anything you make with it, you know, make money. It's a safe system to pop in your sign and sell the bundle for money. Speaking of bundles, there's been a lot of action this week. As ever, here's a summary. First up, a group of RPG publishers have got together at Drive-Thru RPG for a Hurricane Ida relief bundle. That's $280 worth of RPG content for 20 bucks. Humble Bundle are pushing the charity button too. 100% of the money, they say, from an exclusive deal with Stephen King will go to the ACLU. There's only one thing in the bundle, but that's a never-seen-before red screen from the master of horror. Also in Humble, celebrating a 30th birthday is a Team 17 deal. That's the company behind the incredibly fun Worms computer game. At the bundle of holding, you can get a host of Monty Cook games, Numera RPG content. And lastly, for UK listeners, there's a competition to win an exclusive red-eyed Boglin. Do you remember Boglins? Rubbery puppet monsters from the 80s. They're back. And on that note, let's wrap there. Keep safe. I hope you find a bundle that you fancy. And we'll see you next week.